Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Change Your Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Got an awesome show tonight. It's uh, titled, When is the Time to Quit Your Dreams? Again, when is the time to quit your dreams? We're going to have an open discussion tonight in regards to, you know, everybody got their dreams, everybody got their aspirations, what they want to do in life, what they want to carry on and do certain things. But when is the time to let it go? Ooh. All right? Okay. Hey, you know, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producers, DJ Lamb. What's going on, brother? Another Thursday. Yeah, another Thursday. Another Thursday. Here I'm we hanging. are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, Slick 316, um, you know, we started, I always start the show off, I want to rehash the previous week, and, uh, you know, we're still going through the pandemic, you know, where about this damn Delta variant? Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> I heard that's strong. Hey, man. Shit. Got kids in the hospital. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, goddamn. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, well, we don't, we don't got, we don't, we don't hit them summer dresses and <laughs> and greasy thighs. So we damn near like F Corona. <laughs> I gotta get to the cookie. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, damn. Corona cookie. Corona right, cookie. Right, right. I, I gotta have it. Corona all <laughs> last have, year. Yes, cookie uh, this year. Woo! <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> But um, beside that, everything going pretty good. Business been going great for me, man. I want to get big shout out to everybody been supporting my business, Majestic Business Services. Everybody trying to get all these new uh, uh, disaster loans and all this other kind of stuff coming in. Don't know what you're trying to do, <laughs> but we appreciate you. Also, you know, big shout out to everybody supporting me on my other platform, Mr. Short Daughter. We nearing sixteen thousand now, man, and I mean it's going great, man. It's going great. We just gotta. I was just talking, you know, lab right before we started. You know, we gotta really just get the the table shifting with uh changing lives, man. But again, to everybody that has that's been supporting me over the years and supporting me and my family here, Misfits Media, Misfits TV, Misfits Radio. Hey, man, bottom of my heart, thank you guys. You know, hope I haven't let you guys down. You know, I have my little spots here and there, but. Overall, been really chopping wood, trying to do put some good stuff out for you guys. That's right. You know, on Mr. Short Dollar, guys, not Mr. Short Dollar, Lord. On change your lives. On change your lives. <laughs> I'm true this damn candy. Right, right, right. right. I put my Jack Daniel down too quick. <laughs> you know, change your lives by yours truly, Deontay Break. We talk about motivation, personal development, professional development. Parenting, marriage, dating, all that good stuff. You guys, are, uh, we're streaming live right now on Facebook, Instagram, um, and YouTube. YouTube is the main channel. We have over 200 videos on the YouTube channel dealing with those particular subjects. I'm sorry, I got a can in my mouth. Uh, dealing with those particular subjects. And uh, to stay abreast of everything, the main hub is the YouTube channel. So regardless of what platform you follow us on, great, I appreciate it. But please, please, please. Get to the YouTube channel, Change Live, hosted by your truly Deontay Burton. Have the blue man silhouette as the logo. Subscribe to the channel, okay? Also, you get a chance to make sure you check out my other YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal, personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and investing. You know, uh, going pretty good on, on, on that channel as well, but a lot of good information we've been dropping. So I just want to tell everybody, appreciate all you guys for tuning in. Appreciate all you guys for support. But definitely go to the YouTube channel and check us out. Again, guys, now we're talking about when is it time to quit your dreams? When is it time to quit your dreams? And um, what had me um, thinking about this, I remember uh, I went to grad school, hell, I think what, in my late 30s? Mm -hmm. And um, kind of like I always wanted to get my master's and stuff. Kind of like I still be wanting to go get my PhD. Right, right. Um, we crossed that bridge and we crossed that bridge. Um, but I always wanted to go. And I remember just kind of like wondering, like, because you know, you hear, you know, why you going? Your job going to pay you all kind of other stuff. But hell, I really wanted for myself. Right. You know, but you kind of hearing different things. Why you going to do that? It's going to be that. And, you know. Discouraging yeah, things. Yeah, You know, and, and, and even what discouraged me, you know, people don't think, I don't think I still know if I was getting intentional stuff, but I definitely damn sure wasn't getting a lot of ha 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 stuff. <laughs> yeah, go do it. Yeah. Right, right. And, um. I remember going and stuff and going through it, the process, man, and feeling, learning, get back in that groove, going through all kind of emotions, you know. I never felt like quitting when I was in. I was always proud of myself, but I definitely didn't feel 
one or two people that were close to me, the most happiest for me. Okay. You know, and everything. You know, I let that go. But overall, you know, I felt pretty good because you, it's unchallenging and scary. And, I, you know, it's one of the things I always wanted to do. I always wanted to go get my master's. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really kind of, even Seastar was here at the beginning of it. So I met this lady, Miss Pat. Shout out to Miss Pat. Miss Pat, look at the show sometime. Miss Pat was 75 years old. Okay. On her second master's degree. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> on her second. Whoa, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be down surprised if Miss Pat's still in damn school getting another one. But she just, <laughs> she she what just she do. know what she do. And uh, she inspired me because at the end of the day, sometimes you could, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you know, your, your, your faculties don't necessarily work the way they did in the 20s and 30s. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, wow, you know, just keep kicking, man. And that was one of the things that you just like, I wanted to do it. And I know a lot of people just like me at that then go through similar things they want to start doing. Mm-hmm. Leave y'all entrepreneurship, uh, uh, you know, divorce, you know, just take a certain trip, just do something different in life. Something scary, something just kind of out of norm, but they don't necessarily know, you know, how to go about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, really just, you know, get forward with doing it. Mm-hmm. So I had a discussion tonight in regards to when you're trying to quit your dreams because there are a lot of people that are stuck in limbo. There are also a lot of people that are stuck in some bullshit. Right, right. <laughs> You know, they still try to hip it, hip, hip hop it. <laughs> yeah, there's some dreams that need to be let go, and there's just some you got to hold on to. I guess we'll discuss a few of those. A few. Okay. And, uh, but I think, you know, uh, I think having dreams and having aspiration in life is awesome, man, because dreams keep us going. Healthy. You know, exactly. You know, that's the thing about it. And, I, and I've never been the one to be a dream killer because I've always been the person. There's a thought outside the box. Mm-hmm. I always ask why, whatever. Oh, man, Poochie, shut the hell up. And Poochie, why we got to, you know, you know, I always, you know, I think about like a you know, football practice in high school. Right. Man, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? <laughs> they all listen to coach, but we, we, we still were losing. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Harbaugh Trojans. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all my teammates from the 90s. Right, right. Shit, everybody said, Poochie, shut up, man. They do what coach say. Hey, man. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you know, that sounds funny. Shit, it wasn't working. <laughs> we need to change up the, the, the process. Hey, man, you know something's funny with that? Not to get off subject. I was on a high school team with three damn NFL players. Mm. Three. You you usually hear what's two. And right. we out there getting our ass whooped. Because <laughs> of bad coaching. Bad coaching. That was a dream that should have been let go, right? Shit. Bad coaches. Let the hell go. <laughs> the hell go. Had some good coaches. Right. Head coach on me. He, she ain't no shit. Okay. You know, I'm the only one. He dead and gone. I'm the only one say that. <laughs> Rest in peace he, anyway. Nah, hell no. Nah. Ain't go that funeral. Get <laughs> <laughs> fuck that, man. Fuck that. Ain't like that motherfucker. He ain't like me. No. Uh, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> you know me. I'm one way. Right. If I like you, I like you. If I don't like you, I don't like you. Right. Damn all that. <laughs> Shit, we ain't, y'all, oh, hell no, let that shit go. I'm <laughs> it's the reason I ain't go to that funeral. <laughs> that damn cast was kicked over. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna let it go. Mm. So we classy here on Change Lab. We gonna go on past yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna have a nigga come out of that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Bankhead almost yeah, came yeah, out yeah. on that one. Let's no, go on past no. that one. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> no, but, but you know, serious business, man, you know, we start thinking about uh, doing it. Because you hear all the time, people, you know, even with, you know, and, and that's one of the biggest things, even just having both of the channels, you know, being able to inspire people, enlighten people to hear certain things. I hear people all the time, man, I want to make that decision. I want to lead a job. I want to do this, start something new. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, man, I want to, especially with, with, with short dollar, people want to start a business, something self man, it's awesome. And I get so excited mm-hmm. about it. But to that point, there are some times when people come like, hey, man, I don't know if this is for you. Because we talk all the time, like, mm-hmm. I always say, man, most people, the, the whole thought of starting a business is exciting to most people. people right. Most people want to do it. Uh, man, I hurt my damn shoulder at the gym. But um, I always say, most people don't necessarily want to start a business. They really just want a job and pay them more money. Right. Because when you start going down that road of entrepreneurship, you find out how much BS there is. you're dealing with. Oh. And you're working way more than you did at that job. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for yourself. But you're doing way more. You're sacrificing way more. And um, 
I, I, I get what, it. What, what, what I would tell folks, you work 40. I, mean, I, I work 20 hours <laughs> a day. day so I, so I don't have to work 20 hours a week. <laughs> Believe it. Right. Believe it. People, if you know me, you know what kind of work it is. Right. I leave here going in, making videos and writing this and that and getting that kind of stuff. Man, but that's the kind of work you put in and it don't bother me. Right. And I get up there at 6 in the morning, drop the baby off there and go work out. Right. Hey, man, that's how that we do. So that's why I want to kind of have a discussion in regards to that because so many people at that little funky crossroads where, you know, they want to do something. It's a dream aspiration, but they got like this big mark in the middle of that crossroads where they got to make some kind of decision. Mm-hmm. Got to have some consequence. What we talked about last week. Got to have some kind of a... Uh, 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 sacrifices, mm-hmm. different things that can kind of make them hesitant to move forward. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have that open discussion tonight and talking about it. When should you quit your dream? Okay. Okay. You know? uh, do you, are we going to go in some uh, determining factors of uh, reflection of when you might want to go ahead and think about quitting that dream? Hey, man, it's changed a lot. Who about yours truly, Deontay Brady? I'm going to go through the whole gamut with you. Right. I'm gonna right. go through the old game, and you know, before we get into that again, talking about when you quit or quit your dream, quit your dreams. Again, this is Change Your Life, hosted by your truly Deontay Burton. You know, Change Your Life. We're talking about motivation, personal development, professional development, parenting, dating, marriage, divorcing, all that great stuff. Um, streaming live now on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. YouTube being the main platform that we are doing it. Um, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, guys. Make sure you know you got anything to add to the comment or anything like that. Please add to it. Anybody got any questions or anything? Not yet. No, not yet. Not okay, yet. cool. Don't be scared, guys. Don't be scared. Nobody going to laugh at your dream. Um, before I get, you know, well, the first thing I want to start talking about, just really just acknowledging, you know, what your dream is, you know, just knowing, being able to sit here and just say what you want to be, what you want to do, certain things, you know, and, and, and just having that. Mm-hmm. And dreams are so powerful. Dreams can get you through a lot of stuff. That's true. And... I had a my uncle Charles always told me, man, be very, very careful about who you share your dreams with because people talk you out of shit so quick. Mm. And a lot mm. of times people don't realize that the power of words, the power of negative energy, what it can do to you to keep you, you know, stagnant and mm-hmm. make you not do certain things. And I'm not saying don't seek counsel because I done had a lot of MFs that came to me. They come to me for counseling. Or consulting. Now, once the invoice paid, the invoice paid. Right. But, you know, they come with this one. Uh, well, I don't really want to share with you what I'm trying to do. But how the hell am I going to fix it? <laughs> it's a it's a billion-dollar idea. And they don't realize that millionaires give up, they give up, the, give up the info for free. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? Don't lie about You know, outside of it just being some kind of damn invention that got to get patented, nine times out of ten, it's not an original idea. It's not original. It's something that other people have thought of. The issue is, can you bring it to fruition? Right. Can you make it happen? Right. You know, under your terms. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the rubber meets the road is. Mm-hmm. Most folks just can't make it happen. Mm-hmm. They, they they have a lot of ideas in their minds of what they want to do. And what we see all the time, where all the good ideas at? The graveyard. The graveyard. People taking the, taking the grave with them. Mm-hmm. So many people never chase their dreams. They never follow what they want to do in life. They never create or do the thing that they wanted to do and take it to the grave with them because they worry about what people are going to say. Do they think it's stupid? They they make it all kind of excuses and reasons why not to do it. Right. And um, I and I understand it. And I understand it. And a key, a key determining factor, what I always say a lot of times, with following your dreams and having dreams is that from that initial step, the issue got to be is your want or desire to make that dream come true, got to be greater than your fear of not even trying. Right, okay. Everybody's fear of trying is humongous. Mm-hmm. Because with the fear of trying, uh, shit, I got a job, I got bills, I got kids, I got this, I got right. a crazy husband, got a crazy wife. Got, you know, they got to got to got it. Everybody got all kind of crazy stuff. And they, and they make it bigger than what it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I know, nothing as difficult is once you try it. And when people don't try things or take steps to do something that's different, you'll never know. That's right. All the time, man, I'm telling you, when I post these videos on a short dollar with the grants, number one question, uh, what are my chances? Mm. What are my chances? 
Like I said, you got a 50-50 chance of getting it. But you got a 100% chance of not getting it if you don't apply. Right. So at the end of the day, if you're not going to take any kind of initiative to do certain things, it's not going to happen anyway. No matter what happens. No, if you don't sit here and start and try and attempt, nothing's going to happen for you. Most folks don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, they'll build this imaginary wall of China and never take any kind of attempt. Right. And we all face the same kind of, you know, usual fears. Everybody different degrees and mm-hmm. stuff. You got four kids, I got no money. Right. You know, <laughs> it's always something. they have no time. And the other person, they just, you know what I'm saying, they just don't know nothing. Everybody got some kind of pitfall. Right. You just... Can the, you just uh, uh, in charge of your own power or not? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things. And people just have to understand that, listen, man, if you really want something, you just got to try for it. Right. And that's if true. it don't work, it don't work, you know? I, I, I try to be as transparent as possible about things that I've done and things that have worked, things that haven't worked, mm-hmm. why they didn't work. Not because it just doesn't work. It damn operator error. Right, right. Shit. <laughs> My favorite one is you know in the studio. Yeah, studio. <laughs> that hey man, you know what? Matter of fact, that's my favorite one. Shout out my man, uh, Mar Wilson, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they uh, Ryan Adams' birthday. Ryan Adams went to do it. Uh, kind of sweet. They opened the restaurant Five Lounge over there on Maxon Road in Austell. Me and Mar went to elementary school together. I know I, I stopped by that Saturday. They had that grand opening mm-hmm. for the restaurant. Yeah, that's five restaurant and lounge on uh, Maxim Road in Austell. I stopped by the holiday market. We was just sitting there rapping, you know, just, right. you know, different things. I was talking about that damn studio. <laughs> All that damn money I burned. <laughs> in the studio. Hip hopping. <laughs> just hip hip hopping. <laughs> but you know what? The, the, the thing of it was, like I always say, I got a, lot, I got a, a ton of knowledge. Especially by not knowing know, to stay in my damn lane. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people just don't want to make those attempts to do something, di- do things that are different. And because of that, you can end up living a life full of regrets. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, man, until adulthood. And my grandmama, she, this is before she died. But I mean, damn, you know, really, basically my whole life. Uh, she had lab. Uh, she wanted to be a beautician. Oh, okay. I never seen my grandma do hair. I seen her lay the hot color on the stove and right. stuff and, and, and do that. Right. She's a housekeeper the whole time. I thought she just shit. Cool working hard and cooking home cooking well. Okay. You know, but I said, Grandma, why you didn't do it? She said just didn't have no time. But she had kinda look on her face. Right. Yeah, I wasn't I'm more mature enough to kinda read into it right. enough. But she was probably had some regrets of feeling disappointed. Yeah. Disappointed. Because she didn't try it. Right. And um I know me, I'm the opposite. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a damn bull, man. If shit don't work, it don't work. Right. You know, um, uh, and I've been like that my whole damn life. Right. If it don't work, it don't work. Well, you ain't got to worry about Putin not trying the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. He's going to try it one Especially time. money is all, right. you know, I'm going to do it. I'm pretty smart. I'm smart enough to know myself to know if it's something that I ain't got time to do. I really ain't interested in, you know, because I get calls all the time. Do the Bitcoin, uh-huh. do this. I ain't. It, it don't fit in my right. My little if, it, if you don't feel it, you ain't gonna do it. Mm. I'm gonna tell you a story about a dream. Uh huh. Me and my best friend in, in uh in Chicago, you know, I I do DJ and stuff. We used to always sit under under the DJ tape. I didn't have equipment. He did. I couldn't afford it. We couldn't afford it. But he had a tape table with our DJ equipment. We would just sit under DJ equipment looking and let, and and we'd be like, you know what? We gonna be. We're going to be the world's best DJs. We're going to be so well-known. So the, the the ultimate is DJs in the world. That's yeah. what we would always say. that Every time we practice, we would lay on the table like, man, we got to get this DJ dream going. We got we to gotta make it happen. You know, but, you know. Did you mix it all in? Huh? Did you mix it all in? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. I, we were, hey. Y'all was already in there. Okay, okay. Well, well, back then, you know, it was more of a culture. You know, we gotcha. it, it was. I didn't have a DJ equipment, but he did. Then maybe uh, another uh, uh, friends of mine had some. So back then, you know, this was early 80s. You know, back then, I could go over their house and practice without them being there. Right. You know, uh, just on that particular block in Chicago, everybody knew each other. Right. So I could go over their house, especially my best friend's house, but I could go across the street to Maurice and, 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 and them house and, and, and practice. 
They'd be like, oh, come on in. They ain't here, but you know what? You know, because they always knew what we were coming for. Yeah. It was always a, a bunch of us. Uh-huh. So we could practice and do everything we wanted to do. But, yeah, I was, about, a couple, about a year or so in, I was good at it. We was pretty good at it. You know, we wasn't the, the best, best. But you think about then, I was 12, 13 years old. I'm 50 now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What happens is things things happen. I, had, I went to school, graduated high school early, went to college got attached to that thing called a woman yeah. <laughs> and things changed that, that thing yeah <laughs> but had i stayed on the path and the course that i was going on who knows what could happen yeah, right yeah. i could have lived that dream of being the world's best dj yeah but variables got thrown especially when i started having kids you know you, i had to put them dreams on the back burner because they come first you get what i'm saying yeah. so yeah yeah that's cool that's funny you said i always wanted to be uh i want to be an investment like yeah i mean People know, like, um, with me, man, I always remember just, like, you know, um, going downtown Atlanta, you catch a 50 and you drop y'all downtown, you know, you go to the Rialto, you see a uh, guy walk by in a suit mm-hmm. with a briefcase, that always turned me on, like, okay, dang, right, right. one word downtown, hell, did you know, fast forward all the years later, I got my office downtown, see how down overrated that shit was, <laughs> but that was always my aspiration, Right. you know, be okay, you know, wear the suits to work every day. Briefcase, office, and I did it, and uh, I felt fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Till you know you you kind of see okay there's so much other things with with doing it, um, but I, what I didn't do in the time I always want to be investment banking, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get it. You couldn't get it. I, I, I'm I'm gonna tell you share the story with you. Okay, uh, they got out Georgia State interviewing. Want to do investment banking and uh, dream job. Lincoln Financial, Lincoln Financial, uh, you know, they kind of, uh, Lincoln Financial based out of Philly, but they deal more, they, they, they have an easier financial sales company because they deal strictly with like uh, schools and hospitals, okay, just managing okay. their 401ks. So okay. It's easy money. Right. Because you already got, once you got a contract with Atlanta Public Schools or the Cal County Schools, mm-hmm. you just got to manage their stuff. Right. right easy money, right? Right. right Dream job. I right. want to do it. Okay, do that stuff, right? Bullshit you not. Bullshit you not. This is story. Went on the first interview, slammed it. Right. Oh, the one. But they just love me. This guy, he's great. Love his joke. Yo, yo, white. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> district, the the district vice president came. That is a true story, man. It's a true story. This shit damn near. I damn near was like damn near crippled for like a week. <laughs> Went and made a cheesecake cheesecake factory. Okay. To pretty much just solidify the deal. Uh, yeah, sign you know, on that yeah, line, yeah, 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 get it. Made that cheesecake factory, I bullshit you not. So they're like, hey, Deontay, you know, check it out. You got somebody in front of you. You ready, you know, they, you know they're looking to you know, start investing for retirement. How do you do it? Oh, shoot. Um, this is what I do. I start talking. I don't forget what that tail was on my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell? I had the brain crying from hell. Right. I don't forgot half the shit I just said. <laughs> oh my god. And these two white men looking at me. Uh-huh. And I said, and that's what I do. I don't know <laughs> what, what you said. I don't know what the hell I said. Uh-huh. Man, I felt so effed up. I, I left out of the interview. They're like, okay, Deontay, you know what? I've heard enough. I've heard enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you you done eating? Shit, they damn near leave me at the damn table. <laughs> My fucking cheesecake. <laughs> Lab, man, I felt so down. Right. How do I, if anybody can damn talk, Poochie can talk. Right. And I just lost it, man. And uh, I was devastated, man. I was devastated. And uh, I just couldn't, I don't know what the hell happened. It's just that opportunity, mm-hmm. dream job and everything, and I effed it up. Yeah. But... That shit, that shit. Away over twenty something years ago. Uh-huh. Believe you me, I ain't never in my life been a time when a deal was in front of me. That you yeah. Shit. That you couldn't finish. Never. Couldn't close. Like, never. Couldn't close. Shit, no. Maybe that was you an know. opportunity for you to learn something. It was, it was, but that that devastated I, I want you that's wanted one of the few jobs I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted. It. That was me. I did. That was me. That was me. I could just do it and thrive and, and everything. They were, you know, at the time, it right. looked like it. And um, 
I just got the, that that shit soured me from investing. Period. Mm-hmm. Just the whole my undergrad is in finance, so right. that's all I wanted to do was brokerage, Charles Schwab, Merrill Lynch, you know all that kind of stuff. And, and, and the tough part about it, you don't really have too many black men in there. Uh-huh. So I knew they was already taking a gamble, uh-huh. dreaming for me to sell out of that point. It kind of solidified that can't talk. He can't talk. <laughs> that, that, that nigga won't talk. And I, sh- I and if I dare, if anybody proved their ass right that time, your boy did. Because I sit there was like, I was sitting there like, what the hell? I, I don't know what the hell I told him. To this, like, you don't, I don't remember I don't what know the fuck I said last. Like, I don't know if I said something. Right. I just say I remember, and I said I do. Right. I just and, they, you, and then the look up over that face like, mm. so. Yeah. Other guy looking like, nigga, you still need to over this shit. <laughs> 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 I kicked rock. I kicked rocks. Like I was. Wow. I never forget that. Wow. Shit ain't never happened again. Right. But you know that. But that was one of the things where. I never followed probably passion. Like I said, I wanted to get an investment and investment banking, financial services, hard like that. But you know, fell into accounting and I've been there ever since. You know, and I and I love accounting. Get me wrong, but that was, I just remember that was one of the things. Like, shit, you know, again, that was already an uphill battle to get to that interview. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Again, I'm sorry. So I always keep in mind. I always tell the kids, I didn't have me. Right. I can make a phone call for my son. Hey, what's up, man? It's D. Mm-hmm. Hey, my son just graduated college. Hey, I can do that for my kids, my nephews, my friends. Right. I didn't have no network. Right. I didn't have that shit. I just had my friends at my level that knew just as much as I did. Mm-hmm. And all us throughout the West Side, and uh, uh, we we've all done done well for ourselves, but we didn't have we didn't have no, no referral bases and all shit. No, yeah, we wouldn't even groom. That's true. Who I, had that, grown, I had that same problem when I was in college. Yeah. With me being so young, like 15, 16, my first year, my freshman year of college, the problem I had was trying to just figure out the the ins and outs of it. You know, I'm, you know, all these folks, 20, 19, 20, 21 years old, here I come. <laughs> baby. <laughs> a baby in college. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't have a network. Any, I knew I was going to stay in college. My goal was not to be an investment bank. I, that was not my dream. Was always to be. Even when I, even when I got in college, first thing we said about the dream, as far as dreaming and being DJs, we all we said, when you get in college, we're gonna be throwing parties in the dorms, and that's gonna take us up, and then they gonna talk about us, and then one thing gonna lead to another, and then boom, everything boom. <laughs> still, still got aspirations with. Still the got aspirations, then boom. We is on our way. We already mapped out the little plan and everything, and then just as soon as that plan was laid out, everything else happened. You know what? That's it's it's funny because all of us got similar tales, you know, like that. And that's one, you know, I don't want to jump off the subject again. That, that is one one of the reasons why we always stress, as far as African Americans, man, that network. You got to look at that network as an asset. Don't look at it as, you know, just talking to people. Right. You know, to people. If you can build you a decent network that is a true network, not just people you know that work somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only people understand that. Right. And after me, me, me and one of my sons had that discussion uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. There's a, a true network that is an asset that, you know, you, lever- you can leverage our relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. We really don't do that. We really don't no. do that. We don't do that because, again, you're already, you're already behind because you don't know hardly anybody. You already put make yourself more behind because you don't like we don't uh, uh, like talking to people. Right. We don't like talking we to strangers. Like that yeah, and that's just kind of like you know a cultural thing, mm-hmm. and it really has hurt. It hurts a lot of us. Mm-hmm. People don't like to admit to it, but it really does hurt a lot of us because we don't have those networks. Like I said, you know people, mm-hmm. but it's not a network. Like I said, you don't know decision makers, mm-hmm. and that's the thing about it. And I really don't think that's that's something even people push because we push so much. Don't talk, don't talk, don't talk, and I don't trust, I don't trust. But then, when you got a situation you need, especially you looking for employment, you don't. Like I said, you know somebody such as work there, such as work there, but hell, they don't know no damn. They don't body. know nobody. They just been there all the damn years. Right. They don't know no damn. They don't body. know nothing. You right. So one of the so um one of the things you have on written reality. Do you you think people have to check their reality reality check for the dreams they 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 trying to live? 
Well, yeah, you got. You know, we talk about all the time that self assessment. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, let's go. Let's 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 look at some examples. Say, I want to be a hip hop artist. Okay. Spotify. Okay. Do that mean I can't make no albums? No. No. Do that mean that I'm gonna probably sell out at the Young Folk Club? Probably not. Right. So you have to be realistic about, hey, can you sell out these shows and do all this other kind of stuff? Because depending on the demographic you're trying to put out to, mm-hmm. do they like going to the shows? Are they cool with downloading? Are they just really looking on YouTube? Those kind of things take it in, in, in your thought process. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody can do anything, but I think people need to be realistic of what they're trying to do and what they're getting like mm-hmm. with doing that, you know? Um, I don't think nothing wrong with going back to school at any age. Right. But I do think that people don't really assess the other side. See, the, the education is one thing. The implementation is a whole nother different thing. Okay. And far too often, it's easier to adjust to the reality that you getting your, just you getting your damn degree ain't going to necessarily constitute you getting a job right. if you're young. Okay. You can get slap, slap, slap. Okay, let me adjust to that. I get out of college. I think I need to make this. Right. I I, I should have this. <laughs> I have value. That's the reality of yeah, being. Yeah, and, and, and you find out. But then you 40 or 50 years old, and you got kids and a mortgage, and you don't went to school, you don't have no network, or any kind of referral system to help you get set up. Now this shit's scary. Mm-hmm. Now your husband or wife looking at you, shit your ass and got a degree, why you can't get a job? Right. But they don't understand that side of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about the show we did about why you can't get it, when child can't get a job after college in regards to, you know, not spending, being very aggressive building a network while you're in college. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just, they so, you know, they don't want to. They busy going to school and also maintaining being a parent or spouse during that time, and they don't, because you don't have to do that. Right. But it is something that you need to have. Okay. Right? Okay. Again, you don't have to do it. It's something that you need to have. Mm-hmm. So you get out, you don't have that. Now those things ain't in place. You got to be realistic what you can commit to. So reality is really just the things that are in front of you. Can you do it? You know, do you, do you have the time to sit here and, and, and build a, uh, build up everything to have that particular business? Okay. Do you have the time to, uh, to do that in regards to your availability, mm-hmm. family-wise, career-wise? Do you got a job while you're doing it? Do you have the funds? That's tough. Do you have the ability to get access to funds? Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff got to come into play. And people say, well, hey, don't be negative. You know, if you're thinking and all that kind of stuff, that's bullshit. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I, I, s- I assess myself all the time with the DJ thing. I say, I've, I've retired from it, to be honest with you. But uh, I say, you know, I'm 50, man. I can not I can barely stand up for two hours now. How am I going to rock a party for four, five hours? You get what I'm saying? So I got to let them young kids have Plus, they don't listen to DJing like they used to no more. It's not just, I, you know, you got to look at that stuff and assess those things. The, you, it's long gone. It's a day of blending for four minutes and making one song sound like, you know, making two songs sound like one. Now you just throw everything in and see where it falls. So it's La- not the same process. Lab, you can't do the D-Nice and do the quarantine part <laughs> in eight hours. I probably could, but. His crowd is different. You know, he play kind of much the same stuff every every night to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the type of DJ like more like Jazzy Jeff. I'm going to play stuff that you ain't think you want to hear. Gotcha, You gotcha. know what I'm saying? So, and I'm going to mix it in. I'm not just going to press play, hard press hard play and, and do a little couple effects on it. And I'm going to blend it. You ain't going to know what's coming into it, drop in. But yeah. that's just kinda, that's how I was trained. Yeah, that's my, I remember we was in high school, man. I used to make them little, uh, uh, them little love mixtapes. <laughs> Play a tape and record it, right, put little right, slow songs right, in there. Right. Shout out all y'all girls that heard my mixtape. <laughs> Shout out my boy Peyton Will. They just steal my tapes. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I just made a, a little tape, <laughs> record it. Right. You know, girls, yeah. Uh-huh. Which way you get that from? You know, I don't worry about it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not going to knock them. I used to didn't like, like it because uh, I, I felt like he's not a real DJ, but, hey. To each his own, right? He did his thing. He got up and he did it. So I can't, I can't complain. Well, shit, I'd be a DJ too if I say I'm a DJ. But <laughs> at the end of the craft, the craft. Yeah, I'm not a DJ no more. I've changed it for all the DJ, real DJs that blending songs and used to get clowned because your song, your beat matching wasn't right by ear. We are mixologists now. Oh. <laughs>
Us mm-hmm. older folks are not DJs. We are mixologists now. You don't so my thing gonna change from once I get my new logo in, it's gonna not be DJ Lab no more. It's gonna be Mixologist Lab. Mixologist Lab. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I hear you. You know, live a dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Mix master lab. That's right. Mm. <laughs> but I have to come to the realization that that dream that I wanted to live when I was 12, 13, 14 is not possible at 50 now. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, who has time to build up the crowd? Who has time to build up the, the network? And especially nowadays when it's 500 DJs on one block. I yeah. Mean, Cause it, and, and, and I think it's very important what you're saying. You're not saying you can't DJ. You just can't DJ at the capacity you could have did when you was in your 20s. When I was in my 20s. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's very important. Being able to know what you can and can't do. Right. I can't party like I used to. Right. I can, you know what I'm saying? I can't drink like I used to. <laughs> I used to see threes. Uh, now I see five. <laughs> right. And when I'm on a roll like this, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. Shit. Let me get back over here. I can't do it no more. Right. So, and, and I think a lot of times people don't want to just do that. And, and I think once you figure out what you want, you know that's what you want, and you can kind of find a way to co-mingle everything, mm-hmm. you'll be okay. Right. I think the problem come up a lot of time when people don't necessarily want to find a happy medium mm-hmm. in regards to, you know, everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I can, like, now, I, I own a radio station. I can turn this thing on and hop on the videos and go on YouTube and, and, yeah. and stream mixes all day long if I wanted to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I own, you know, this yeah. is me, but... At the same time, I know that that's that's a commitment that you have to do every day, and I got other stuff going on. Absolutely. In order to build that crowd up and build up people, I already know the realization is I will have to do that every day, the same time every day to get the crowd going. You, you know, it's funny, man. You know, kind of just along them tips, right? Um, I was speaking to the uh, excuse me, I think last week in regards to like just something with regards to working and the entrepreneurship thing. I mean, mentality-wise, kind of go there, you know, what you dream about, mm-hmm. how to make certain things happen. And it's just kind of like, when you know, you got your, you at your job, you say you're strictly working. It's not a negative thing. It's just, you know, just being just in reality. Mm-hmm. You you know what you're going to make at your job. Right. So if you need more money, two things got to happen. You're going to work overtime or get your part-time. Right. Right? Right. Straight, straight up. That's it. And then when you working for yourself, your mindset is, I got to sell eight more widgets. I need, you know, you know, thousand dollar extra a month mm-hmm. I gotta sell eight more widgets right I gotta build three more blocks right your mindset different mm-hmm. I know I gotta do you know four or five ten when I came out of my divorce I knew okay I got these bills to pay that's four or five more tax returns a month mm-hmm. I mean that how my mind went right if I can do that I can cover I can do that. the lost income right 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 and and, and and I think just going back to that whole dose of um, reality being realistic I understand do you have the capacity do those certain things, make those certain things happen. If you're not going to be um, uh, disciplined and on top of certain things, some roads you don't need to go down. Right. You know, those and people got to be realistic with it. If you don't have the time to sit here and get the system set in place for you to be able to chase money, do you know do things different? It's going to be very difficult to make that stuff happen. Right. And I don't think a lot of people really give a lot of front end thought. You know what I mean? You have to analyze the situation, what you're trying to go for, how long it will take to get to where you're trying to be, uh, the beginning, the the middle, and the end. Uh, You have to assess those things and see, like, you know, if if it's going to take you a certain amount, you're a certain age, and you know it's going to take you a certain amount of time, dude, is that really what you want to be doing at that age? So you have to analyze certain things. Like, I got, you know, you have to say, well, I got kids. It's going to take me away from my kids. 18 hours out the day is that something that i want to do you know it's going to take me on the road you know uh 300 300 uh days out the year is that something i want to do you have to assess those a lot of people don't assess those things they always see the the, the end result they never seen the process or the journey and 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 self-analyzing is hard i'm like i say i'm 50 i, I don't want to say damn i'm 50 i ain't really live my dream of being a great dj and now I'm 50. I, do I need to give it up? You got to look at, you know, I got to look at my equipment and say, do I even need to bother with this stuff anymore? But you have to do those things. You have to. You, you, you know, I, I think people, 
really don't want to look at like you know they they, they don't want to be honest with themselves mm-hmm. uh, about a lot of stuff, and I think that that, that, that it goes back to the maturity of you if you can sit here and be that be aware of what you can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Far too often, what I think happens is we hear the, the feel good stories. Mm-hmm. You know, Deontay went back to school at this and got his degree. Lab just started in his basement, and now he done made this mixtape empire. And people see it, and they get inspired. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, with them stories is the journey is not told as much as the result. Right. So people see so often how people become self-made millionaires. Mm-hmm. Talk about a master P. Talk about a puff daddy. You talk about these people that actually have done this particular thing, but they don't talk about the bullshit and the sacrifice they had to do and go give up and go through mm-hmm. to get to that particular point. And that could be because it's, it's not good news, it ain't catchy or whatever, but that's, you know, really that's that reality. Right. You know, understanding what you're going to have to give up to do that. When I was going through them cutting years with Majestic Business Services, man, shit, man, I ain't going to lie to you, man, those first, Three, four years I was doing out of my kitchen at a house in Starbridge. Mm-hmm. And I'm running, I'm talking on the damn radio. Okay. WAOK mm-hmm. and V103, which at that time was the biggest right. black R&B radio station in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like I'm just damn CEO of damn near H&R <laughs> Block. <laughs> right, right, right. Folk pulling up at the house like, what the hell? <laughs> Not just a house, a starter home. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know, straight. Uh, what do you call a great room? There's a living room and a dining room and all that. Yeah, together. <laughs> Shit, I ain't give a damn. Right. I ain't give a damn. Right. And uh, I pushed that by five years. So I got to the point where I felt like I didn't feel cool having these people come to my house. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of stuff you got to go through. Okay. The chitlin searches, mm-hmm. charging, damn near doing taxes for free. Right. Um, you know, to do this and do that, everybody, you know, just. Just, hey, man, you want this, you want that? Mm-hmm. Can't have this. You know at the end of you're trying to build your book of business up. Going on the damn uh, radio station, doing all kind of stuff. Now, everybody else get paid. I ain't getting a damn thing. I'm going there doing a Mr. Taxman on WAOK. I ain't getting nothing, but I was building my book of business. Mm-hmm. And some of them same people from 2004, 2005, 2006, when I was on AOK, still my customer today. Right. And... I say all that to say those are the things I had my dreams of what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And again, my desire to build it was greater than my, you know, want to just say F this. Believe you me. And a lot of people during that way, and then we go to this other side, just that nigga, a lot of people didn't see it. Okay. You know, uh, I think that had a, a major strain on my marriage. Mm. You know, just being honest with you with that was. Not I mean, family, anybody know me. I, I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I ain't never, you know, I, I've been, always been very active in, you know, taking stuff in the family. But I just think sometimes when you have a dream, mm-hmm. um, and it took me a while to understand this, you see, like a lot, a lot of maturing, uh, everybody not going to see your dream. Right. Uh, just because you have a dream don't mean I got that same dream. You, you ever heard of the guy David Pena? He's like a, uh, he's a, he looks white, but he's Hispanic, mm-hmm. older guy. He called all these people pimps. No, I he ain't. dressed in these expensive suits. I think he charged twenty dollars, twenty thousand dollars. No, you go to his seminar, he cuss you out the whole really? time. Yeah, he's, he 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 makes people into million billionaires. Okay. But he, he, he you know, uh, David Pena. I ain't never heard right. of him. I'm sorry. I make sure I'm Googling, but it's a. Uh, uh, and his and his thing is to cuss you out to make you a billionaire. Well, no, he he just coincidentally does it. Okay. Uh, uh, but that's part. Of the process, you know, you know, to uh, uh, motivate people. I want to make sure I'm saying David Pena. I think I think that's it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, long story short, I mean, I'm just kind of want to Google so I make sure I'm getting everybody the right information. But uh, one of his things that he pushed and it always stuck with me was that uh, people are not when you're when you're really in business, you're really trying to go next level. We ain't talking about you trying to sell no damn fruit baskets and shit. But you really trying to go next. And I'm not knocking nobody. We're just being straight up about things with business. Uh, shit. 
I messed his name up, man. I messed his name up. It's yeah. not David Pena. No, it's not David Pena. It's it's. I get it. Okay. I know David Pena, but everybody come up with this guy's face, and uh, hold on, man. I'm just, I, I want to make sure this because put in context just so everybody see this. But anyway, he was talking about um, people when you want to go next level. Uh, being able Dan Pena, Dan Dan Pena, mm-hmm. that's him. Yeah, Dan P E N A Dan Pena. I'm looking at him now. Yeah, yeah, he's ferocious. Mm-hmm. But he said something that stuck with me, and I heard him say this shit about seven, eight years ago. He, when you want to go, he said, most of you guys, your spouses, children, friends, are not going to be supportive. Mm-hmm. Not that they're going to be negative, but they just that's just some shit you want to do. It just don't interest them. And you be on that journey, wanting people to be all happy for you. And that's why I always, you know, push it. Mm-hmm. I didn't pull exactly what he said, but kind of in that family, when I say support is such a great word. Because support can be a share, a like, it can be a purchase or whatever, but it doesn't mean people going to actually be head over heels what you do because, of, you know, what they want, mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. Yeah, but he might be doing something like he's still coming near me. Oh, shit, man. He bad. He bad boy. <laughs> but, but. But it, 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 you know, he does consulting, man. He does those. Mm-hmm. I think it's called the castle. You go to this place, you get. But it's twenty thousand dollars a class. Okay. Uh, a boot camp. Maybe one day I'll be able to do that. We'll cross yeah. that bridge. We both gonna be able to. Yeah, there you go. But I, I just remember that vividly. And we start talking. People look at the things being negative. Some things just ain't negative. Some things just is is, is real. Right. And you can't. Hold up your opportunities or your attempts to make your dreams come true because you ain't getting warm and fuzzy feelings and words from people. Mm. Family included. Yeah, I think you're being weak as hell because okay. you feel like you can't be, nobody support me. And you, if you want it, you're going to do it. You just got to do it. I, the scariest thing I ever did was leave, my, leave corporate America and work right. for myself. Right. A lot of people are scared to do hey. that. They're scared of that security. I love the security. I love seeing all them fine women working downtown. <laughs> I love that nice office working right. around in that right. oak and marble. Right. I loved it. Right. I ain't love going to ask my damn boss for a raise every year. Right. Well, I think I did this this year, and I think I did this, I did this. Right. All that bullshit, I knew he knew I did any damn way. Right. Nah, I ain't like going. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you go on there, that little damn dog and pony show I was doing every year. Nah, and, and that's what ran my ass up out of there. Because at the end of the day, I started realizing nobody was going to value me for me. Right. Uh, and it's just a, a Deontay thing. You know, tons of other people, hell, they they in great situations, mm-hmm. you know. And my best friends, man, you know, he's been, he, he been you know, ascending, man, as far as I, as long as I know. Shit that happened to me. Right. You know. Um, but I always say at the end of the day, when you're trying to do certain things that are, and you want to actually do this for yourself, you can't be so stuck on people not, Supporting you and helping you. So you have to quiet all the white noise when you're trying to. If you really want it, you got to quiet all the noise in the background. The background noise will discourage you, but also you have to learn how to quiet it because you're on this path. People got, I guess people got to realize that when it comes to their dreams, they got to be ready to, to walk that path along. Am I correct? Uh, no. Doing thing with your dreams is one of the scariest walks because you're about to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Good point you just said, like last week, you got to quiet all the, uh, the, that white noise. Mm-hmm. That damn noise come from your ass, too. Right, at the right. Your you know, internal pe- noise. Pe- other people. Right. It could be people saying stuff to you, you saying stuff to yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to fight through that. Mm-hmm. You got to fight, man. Lab, I had a, uh, <laughs> put my business out there. I had $150,000 in the bank, and I'm worried about if I could damn pay for damn, uh, damn $150 cable bill. <laughs> Sitting there. <laughs> But my, you, my punk ass worried about leaving a <laughs> damn job. But that's how I was so scared I was about right, leaving. Right. Now, nah, this is this true story. Right. I had that damn shit sitting in my damn bank. And uh, my hey. stupid ass where I called one of my mentors up. Uh-huh. And I just got to talking. Yeah, but you know, I got to put the cable. He said, D. He shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 Shout out my man, Dale. Right. He shut the fuck up, man. I'm sitting over there just well. I had all that damn money sitting in my fucking bank. And you worry about $150. I like worry about that $150 cable bill. Right. Shit, man. You know, I just want to make sure, you know, the kids can look at their 
You said, man, fuck your kids. Man. All due respect. <laughs> right? All due respect. Right. Do they want to watch cable now or they want to watch cable without any words from the lady? When they worry about no damn cable, I'm right. just trying to find a reason not to quit. Not to quit. Right. Okay. That's all it was. And, you know, to your point, that's a good, that's an awesome point. You got to be able to tone all that out. Right. And to the point I just stated, you got to know the right people to get in contact to tell you, shut the hell up mm-hmm. and just go follow your dream. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be able to, you got to be able to push and do things differently. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Far too often, people just won't do it. Yeah. They won't do it. Um, I think the assessment mm-hmm. is uh, living your dream. Because, you know, a lot of people say, live your dream. People have to sit down and realize. And, and I think the first step to living a dream is realize if it is your dream or not. Because you can see something on TV and be like, oh, I want to do that. I, I got to do that. That's, that's, that's what I need to do. But once you get into it, it may not be what you really want to do. You know, absolutely. You gotta assess your dream. You gotta assess everything has to be assessed. But you have to realize is that your dream or is that just something that came into your head because something you heard? No, that's a great point. I also think you know you you like you just say I I want to have a snow cone car. Oh, you can hear somebody in the background say, Oh man, I, I got eight snow cone cars. I'm making a million dollars a month. You be like, they, they do it. I'm gonna be a snow. I, I think I want to be a snow cone cart owner. Mm-hmm. That's not your dream because you're not gonna do it the same way that person did. You got people have to realize what is their dream. Their dream to what to live their dream. They have to know what their dream is. A lot of people don't know that. That's man. That's so funny you say that. And let's go to the other side of it. What got me thinking is you had your dream and you want to do the dream when you want to do it. Mm-hmm. You don't retire. You don't work thirty years on the job. Retirement party. Now you finna try to open up this store. You realize now this some shit you, you sixty. Mm-hmm. Got the knowledge, got the desire, but you realize you got sixty old man energy. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> and you trying your best, mm-hmm. but you can't even do it. And because you put off what you felt you couldn't do to a certain point. Now it's killing you. Can't even do it because you put your, you decided to try to do it when you really wasn't able to do it. Right, right. You you yeah. wait till everything is good, a career gone, career over, everything is uh, savings is good, kids yeah. grown, kids grown, your yeah, uh, retirement good. Now it's time to get this dream going. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying about me. I, I hate to keep bringing it back to me because I don't know my dream, but I say. I can't live this dream now because I just uh, a DJ that I admire just retired at fifty. Yeah, who that? As a DJ uh, named Carl Cox. I got you. Okay, okay. He retired at fifty. Yeah. He just retired uh, the beginning of this year. Gotcha. He's like, I'm fifty. I can't. I can't stand up this long no more. And I'm going to myself. I ain't really got started yet. He been doing clubs, had registered, making millions of dollars. You know, doing these clubs and parties over in Ibiza and all that. And he retired at fifty. Mm-hmm. What do I think I'm gonna do <laughs> at fifty? Yeah. I'm having the same problems he having. He can't stand up at the tables and DJ for four and five hours a night. No, no, no. That's a good point. But what, what I will say this: this your initial point when you're going back to yourself. That's a great part about the show. We being transparent. Mm-hmm. We ain't just talking off the damn hip. We far too often people get their opinions on shit they ain't never damn did. Right. <laughs> and yeah, shit, and throw assumptions out for hours. But you know, we being honest about about, uh, about things and. Again, tonight we're talking about when is it time to quit your dreams. This is a uh, change life host by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Um, people just you gotta have some optimism. You gotta believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to, you got to. But I do think that it, it comes a point in your life where you gotta sit here and say, "What I was able to do in my twenties under these conditions, this is it," mm-hmm. and understand and be cool enough to adjust your pathway. To still do it, if you still want to follow that dream, because like I said, oh man, I'm, I get it. What got me thinking a lot is when I was in a lot of a, uh, say in my mid to late thirties, I was going to a lot of seminars, mm-hmm. and I would see a rainbow of people in there, mm-hmm. not necessarily a rainbow of colors, rainbow of ages. Okay. And I seen a lot of what I felt were people that were north of fifty, probably near Social Security. And probably panicking. Mm-hmm. 
and they were doing shit that required 20, 30 old energy. energy. Right. Now, they had all the knowledge, mm-hmm. but they ain't had a, the energy to go boots to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a plan. In my 50s and 60s, I feel like using more of this than all this ripping and running around shit I be right. doing. I, right. I feel like I'm in foundation, you know, setting mode now. And also, I don't people know that sometimes you might be on the path to live your dream. You might be on the path to, you know, uh, maybe your dream is to retire. Like, I, once I shifted from the DJ dream and got a family and wife and kids, I started shifting to, okay, at 50, I'm not going to be working. I'm going to be retired. Mm-hmm. And I started going down that pathway. Well, divorce set in. <laughs> Money started disappearing. And Time that, to get your mind right. Right. That dream ain't, ain't, ain't livable right now. But you get what I'm saying is, it, you, you have to, you have to, I mean, I think self-assessment, assessment of the whole circumference, the whole thing is the best way to know if you need to quit your dream. And, and continue with self-assessment. Right, right. Because your life changes, your ability to do things, your desire to do things, adjusts and changes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people don't necessarily want to do that. Like right. They don't necessarily want to go through, go down that path. Nobody want to say I'm too old for this. <laughs> Or if you're a model, nobody wants to sound too fat and ugly for this. <laughs> you want to be a model. Sometimes you just got to assess and say certain things to yourself to realize that this is not what, that don't mean you can't live another dream. It just means that that dream is deferred. You got to do something else. I, I, I am 150% behind anybody want to go down the road of entrepreneurship. I'm 150% behind that people want to do things different in life and, and take it upon themselves to follow their dreams and do stuff. But I'm 300% behind using common damn sense. Right. And people just don't want to use that. No. People will tell me, a person that actually, you know, shit, right now, man, it's, I mean, I ain't bragging, I'm being straight up. My calendar full between the platform, these folks are booking these damn $200 an hour consulting appointments. Right. I'm telling people, if I ain't know what the hell I do, I think I'll be getting some negative reviews. Right. You know, I think you look up Majestic um, on Google, we probably got about 70, 80. I know I got one, that one little person. <laughs> but damn near, it's damn near what, 4.99 stars. Right. With that. If we we know the hell, if I ain't know the hell I was doing, it'd be, I, worse. It, 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 it'd be worse. Something be saying something. Out right. of five stars, we probably at 4.99. And I'm telling, like, look, man, this probably, so, you know, don't mean you can't do that, but you might got to do it this way. Mm-hmm. But I want to do it. I don't right. know. Right. I don't, but this is why. And people don't necessarily want to hear that. You know? You may prove me totally damn wrong. Right. Most time you won't. You know, because again, I try, uh, I, d- I think I do a pretty good job of gathering information, making, you know, good assessments and good decisions you know, in, in regards to consulting people. But be realistic where you're at. Mm-hmm. Don't give up your dreams because. You're worried about certain things. I tell people all the time, when we have these grant videos, and they be like, I want to apply, I want to try this, that, and that. And I always say to folks, shit, let them tell you now. Don't let Deontay or Pooch tell you now. Let them tell you now. But try. Right. Try. And a lot of times, people just don't want to go down that path. Right. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a look. People got, man, I should have did this. Mm-hmm. I should have did that. And, you know, how many of us have been at a retirement party? <laughs> and that person is glad they're retiring. But they got a look of something that, that they something missing. Something missing. Right, right. Something missing. They've been here for thirty yeah. years, but yeah. And they some, put some yeah. gone. Yeah. And they put pooch in the dirt. Poochie done done it all. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't shot a low, but I done done it all. <laughs> Probably did more. Shit. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, I ain't gonna just out of sell no dope, but uh, you know. I done did damn near everything I wanted to do. And you know, anything come down I could do it so I just want to challenge everybody to follow your dream. Mm-hmm. Follow your dream, but be realistic where you at in life and make them you know, adjustments accordingly. Right. You mentioned uh, tonight's show, we talked about uh, when is it time to quit your dreams. Tonight, this is uh, Change Your Life, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. It's been an awesome show. Guys, I want to remind you guys go, because we, again, we're streaming live on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow us on all the platforms, but please, please, please go to the YouTube channel, Change Your Life, hosted by your truth, Deontay Burton, the Blue Man Silhouette. Subscribe to the channel, share it. 
We got a lot of great information coming down the pipe. Guys, you know we'll be back here next week with uh, the Dollar Hour, Mr. Short Dollar. Make sure you go down, go to that YouTube channel, get some of your financial information uh, uh, in regards to that. And again, from the bottom of my heart, I can't thank you guys enough for all the love and support you guys have given me and my Misfits Media Radio uh, family uh, uh, over the years. So keep on doing it. We're going to keep working hard, putting new information out. Lab, you got anything? Uh, nope. Not, not at this particular point. Not at this particular point. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. We'll catch you during the week on one of the videos if we missed out on anything. But listen, everybody, listen, be safe. Thank for our love, love and support, and I'll see you soon. Take care.